Noticing the obvious things is incredibly important when it comes to protecting yourself and being a peace walker. However, most people don't notice the obvious things. We're going to talk about this and a whole bunch more on today's podcast. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Craig Gray here, Peace Walker Podcast, episode number 86. I'm going to call this one Obvious Adams Part 2. On my last episode, I talked a little bit about this book called Obvious Adams that was written back in 1916. And it was a business book. It's not very long. It's only about 55 pages long. And it was um, written by a gentleman by the name of, I'm trying to bring it up here. Take me a second. What the heck? Where is it? Here we go. It was written by a gentleman by the name of Robert Uptograph or Uptograph. And um, I don't know how successful of a book it was at the time. Now it's public record, actually. If you want a free copy of it, if you shoot me an email uh, at kravronin at gmail.com. That's K-R-A-V is in Victor, R-O-N-I-N at gmail.com. I will send you a link to the PDF and you can read it for yourself. It's a short read, but it's very profound. It's a profound book. And if you apply its principles to being a protector and being a peace walker, you will be way more successful and effective at it. So obvious Adams uh, as a businessman, he started off working at a... Well, let me back up a second. Ivis Adams is a fictitious character. That's first off. And he was a businessman. He started off when he was a kid working at a grocery store. And then he listened to um, a man talk about advertising. And he thought, hey, I wanted to do that. So he ended up getting into the advertising field and working his way up the ladder to be, in the story anyways, the most famous ad man in the world, uh, working in New York City. But he did it in a way that wasn't typical. He really just pointed out the obvious nature of things. So, let me read you the first part of the book. It says, A lone man sat at a table by a window in the Dickens room at the Tip Top Inn in Chicago. He had finished his his dinner and was apparently waiting for his black coffee to be served. Two men entered the room and were shown a table nearby. Presently, one of them glanced at the man at the window. See that guy over there? He whispered to his companion. Yes, said the latter, looking disinterestedly in the direction indicated. Well, that's obvious, Adams. Is that so? And he almost turned in his chair this time to get a good look at the most talked about man in the advertising business. Ordinary looking guy, isn't he? 
Yes, to look at him, you would never think that he was the famous Obvious Adams of the biggest advertising agency in New York. And to tell the truth, I can't see why he's such a little tin god in the business world. I've heard him speak two or three times at the ad league meetings, but he never said anything that, well, he never said anything that we didn't really already know. He seemed to have a lot of people buffooned, though. I confess, he was a bit of a disappointment to me. It's funny, but that is how most outsiders talk about Obvious Adams. And yet, the same Adams has been an important factor in the success of more well-known businesses than perhaps any other one man. Well, it just gives you a little bit of a a little bit of a taste of the book. That's the beginning of the book. I know it's, you have to keep in mind when it was written and who's reading it. <laughs> but, but the idea is really that Obvious Adams is a pretty ordinary looking and acting guy. And he often would say things that were, were obvious, right? Things that weren't like, wow, that's such a re- revelation. However, he was incredibly successful. And when it comes to protecting yourself and other people and being a peace walker, Looking at the things that are obvious in front of you are, is really important. You know, the Peace Walker approach is made up of four main categories. One is your attitude. The second is awareness. Third is influence. And fourth is action. But let's talk about awareness a little bit. A lot of times when you, when you see people um, get into some tight spots, more times than not, they miss the obvious things. They weren't paying attention. And people who are not paying attention look like easy targets. So there's two main ways that you're going to get yourself in trouble when it comes to protecting yourself. One is by looking like an easy target, being too distracted, being a doormat, letting people walk all over you, having the victim mentality because predators can sniff that stuff out, right? Predators can sniff out the people who... um, have this victim mentality and act like a victim, right? Whether it's to exploit them, whether it's to, you know, obviously take advantage of them or attack them in some ways because they appear to be vulnerable, right? It's not just what they what people say, but it's how their body language is, what words they say, what words they don't say, you know, how they how they appear to be, how they present themselves to the world. So that's one way of being victimized is being an easy target. And the second way that people get themselves into trouble is by being too aggressive in the wrong way, right? They treat themselves or other people in a way that um, creates more conflict. Um, People who are too arrogant, people who are too pushy, People who aren't fair with their um, assessment of, of others, meaning uh, I'm going to treat my group and the people that I belong to differently than your group. I'm going to look down on you guys and put myself up on a pedestal. I'm going to look down on the, on the Republicans and I'm going to put the Democrats on a pedestal. Or I'm going to look down on the people who are in Democrats and I'm going to put my, my own political party on a, on a pedestal. I look down on these people and I treat the people in my group better. So that's another way that 
that this conflict happens more and violence happens more. It's because we are too boisterous. We don't treat everybody with dignity and respect, even if we're managing, um, appropriately managing their behavior. So the obvious things is you want to look for the obvious things. Some of the obvious things when your awareness, uh, with your awareness, is these three categories. One is what are the obvious things about you? Do you look out of place when you when you travel? Um, you know, do you have certain strengths and weaknesses that you that you uh, portray? What are some obvious things about the people around you? You know, are profile the people around you, not racially profile. <laughs> no, but their actions. You know, if it looks like a cat, smells like a cat, it's probably a cat. So listen to your gut. Pay attention to things around you. Pay attention to people around you. Look for the norms. You know, oftentimes I'll travel to places that I'm not familiar with the culture. So I'm not an anthropologist. I don't know. I'm not a sociologist. I don't know all the ins and outs of of everybody's culture, but I can pay attention and be curious about things and, and look for the things that are normal and obvious and then look for what looks out of place. And then look for the obvious things in your environment, right? So, hey, dark alleys, probably dangerous. Avoid them. If I have a choice between parking someplace in a, in a dimly lit area way away from the entrances and exits um, that aren't being surveyed or and there's no surveillance um, in that area, I'd probably choose to pick a better lit area that there's surveillance and it's closer to exit and entrance. You know, if I see a parking lot and there's a lot of uh, glass all over, like maybe cars have been broken into or something, I'll stay away from that. You know, if there's areas of town or places that are known for violence, I try to avoid those. You know, what are the obvious obvious things about you, about other people and about environments that you just need to stay away from. Um, here's an obvious thing about, let's say, weapons disarms and so forth. The person with the weapon has the advantage. Most people, if they're being robbed, the robber just wants the money. So if you're being robbed, don't tussle around with the person with the weapon. Give them the money and get the heck out of there. The less time that you are in that engagement, the greater your chances of surviving it. So don't try to be a hero. Don't try to be a you know tough guy. Um, I only go physical if I absolutely have to in any circumstance for the most part. I try to do everything that I can to either avoid the situation, de-escalate the situation, persuade or use my influence to get around the situation. And the last, absolute last resort is if I have to, I can physically engage, whether it's empty hand or with a weapon. It's my absolute last resort. Um, Otherwise, I try to pick out the obvious things. I try to not look like a good target, right? I look, I try to look like a tough target. So I pay attention to my surroundings. I look like I know what I'm doing. I don't have the, whatever the objective is, you know, I don't like show my money off all around me all the time. I make sure that uh, I'm not a pushover, but I'm not 
obnoxious. Right? I don't try to start fights, but I can be firm and communicate clear boundaries if I need to. So what are the obvious things that you are doing and you can do in your um, life to avoid being a victim, to be a better protector, and so forth? We could go on and on and on about specific examples. As a matter of fact, I, uh, well, there's a whole book on them that I have. If you go to sixdaydefense.com, it's all spelled out except for the dot. Part of that program is my um, Street Smart Survival Guide. It's, a, it's an ebook. It's absolutely free. It goes over the most common street encounters and the obvious way out of them. So this is like the, if Obvious Adams were to write a self-defense book, a street guide um, or a, a street smart guide to self-defense, this would be it. So go check that out. Go, six, go to sixdaydefense.com. It's all spelled out except for the dot. And get the Obvious Adams version of a, of a street smart self-defense guide. <laughs> But the Obvious Adams book is, is pretty insightful. The ideology of and the idea of just looking for the obvious solutions in everything that you do is really beneficial. And don't overcomplicate protecting yourself. You don't have to be a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt or a ninja or a Navy SEAL to protect yourself and your family. You do need to be clear on some things. Sometimes some of these things are a little counterintuitive, but once you see them, they become very obvious. And a good start to that is by going on sixdaydefense.com, get that, that free ebook and that six-day course, and you'll be off in the right direction on being the obvious atoms of self-defense. All right, more on this later, but for today, this is it. Have a great one. We'll talk to you soon. Craig Gray and the Peace Walker podcast is out. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.